welcome to Life Happens Moving Forward, a new podcast hosted by yours truly, Silmarine. I still cannot believe that we are underway and this is our second episode, right? Oh my goodness, I am excited. I am so thrilled and I already see God opening so many open doors for opportunities to meet people, to to rally around people that are probably going through something and just being alongside them and letting them know you're going to make it. That is literally the crux of all that I hope that this ministry is. That is all that I want is for people to know that you are going to be okay. Does it mean that we always have shiny bright days where we're just smiling and we just are so ecstatic about waking up and living? Nope. We're going to have some down days and that's okay. So if you were joining us for our last episode, you'll recall that Luami shared with us a lot of wonderful insight about what God says about divorce and why, uh, you know, it was spoken about and why it even happened back in the Bible days and unfortunately continues to happen in this present day. And that number of the divorce community is growing so rapidly. And I'm praying that hopefully somebody listening to these episodes, if they are still married, and I pray to God that they would somehow get connected to some of these episodes and that somehow they could see that their marriage is worth fighting for, that the issues that they're facing, that there's nothing that God cannot help with. God is able. So let's get back into our second episode. I'm getting too excited here. I'm getting too, I'm passionate about, about family. I'm passionate about children. I'm passionate about so much. And unfortunately, sometimes it takes for great losses in our lives for us to appreciate maybe what we had once. So anyhow, let's get back into our episode with Luami Diaz. Welcome back, everybody. If you've been listening, we are discussing divorce and what God thinks about it, the devastating reality of its effects on everybody, and how the process can be different for each of us. Today's guest is Loami Diaz, and welcome back, Loami. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've been enjoying uh, it so far. Yes, yes. You know, I've, I've been, I was letting you know that I'm just, uh, this is a first for me, something that's new, and I'm excited, but at the same time, it's a, could be a little nerve-wracking, so thank you so much for being patient with this, this whole process. I appreciate your, your help, and your input is very valuable. So you were talking to us last time about, um, on the last segment, about divorce, and you gave a lot of great scripture that I think um, once we're done with this, I'm just going to dive into it because it was rather interesting. But um, I'd like to talk a little bit more, um, if we can kind of just, I think the last that we spoke, it was uh, about when, when you know it's time to basically, when you've given all you can, and you've hoped, and you've prayed, uh, how the healing process looks, you know, everybody's timeline is going to be different and how people go about it. What are some tips? I remember once, and and if you guys are new to Loami Diaz, I strongly suggest, I, you know, I, I think a couple of years ago, you were living out loud. We call it living out loud is when you sort of, you share publicly how your life is. And, you know, you are so comedic. I have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. funny, but there's a good balance, right? Loami, it's yeah. like, it's not just all, you know, you've got a great balance. But one of the things I remember uh, seeing you say, like, 
every so often you you will do like the sort of um q a where you allow people to ask questions and every time that you would do that um it was interesting to see some of the questions that people would ask and you know half the time you're clowning with the answers but but one of the things that that you shared was um it was about like when you're grieving right when you're going through it and now it's like okay now now this person's been down for a while they've been hoping they've been praying and it's like okay the reality is is they've got to get up they've got to find a way to even if it's drag their feet, but they got to start that process of moving forward and that healing. And I, I remember you saying something about, um, you were giving little tips. You were saying, I don't know. It, it, I, I know what you were saying, but it was like, you were, you were just like, let yourself grieve, cry, mm. scream, kick, whatever, lock yourself up. But then like, you know, you gotta, you gotta get going. So do you want to share a little bit of, about that, whether it be from personal experience or just in general? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you if you bottle up your emotions and not let them out, what you're doing is you are uh, what is called suppressing. You are suppressing your emotions. And that that is not healthy. It's not healthy. Um, the Bible is very explicit on on this as well. Like uh, David was a crier. Jeremiah was a crier. Uh, David cried a whole lot. You know, he said, I, I cried and he um, inclined them to me and he heard my cry. Um, I think that um, one of the things that we really need to do in our society, and, and we oftentimes have said men don't cry and men don't let it out. You can't suppress these feelings. Um, mm -hmm. You have to let it out. Um, and you have to do it before the Lord. It is part of the healing process. Um, I know that with me, just speaking as an experience, um, one of the things that I did was I was intentional about my crying on a daily basis. Um, I would give myself enough time to weep before the Lord. So in my prayer time, I won't, I wouldn't try to bottle it in. I would go before the Lord and I would wait patiently on the Lord. And he inclined to me and he heard my cry. I would cry as intently as I possibly could. And I'd give myself just enough time to feel like I was letting it out, but not enough time to dwell in it and live mm -hmm. in that kind of um, in that kind of environment, you have to pick yourself back up and, and, you know, take control of your emotions and, and go back, but come back to it as many times as you need to like, come back to it the next day and do it again. Don't bottle it in, let it out, be truthful with God, um, express yourself. Um, and I think that's, that's what prayer is about. Like we're all naked before him. Uh, the book of Hebrews says we're all naked before him. So why not just express the way you really truly feel? Um, and it helped me a lot to be able to uh, cry and, and let it out and, and be honest with the Lord. Lord, this really, really hurts. Um, mm -hmm. And um, these are things that really helped me in my in the process um, just don't do not bottle it in.
Amen. Do you want to maybe share um, what are the dangers of what would the opposite would look like if a person is bottling it in? I mean, uh, sometimes, you know, especially, for example, you know, you're a preacher, full-time preacher. And so you've got to get out there and you've got to preach and you've got to give your all. So how does one, I mean, you're giving us an example of, of the importance of allowing yourself to grieve as many times as you need to, to cry before the Lord. And that's the beauty of prayer is that God doesn't ever turn us away. He never turns away a broken heart. And I think that's why I feel I love him so much and I'm indebted to him. And, and unless you can experience that, what Brother Lama is describing of finding yourself alone with God, finding yourself stripped of everything and knowing that however raw that you are, however naked you are before the Lord, because we don't have to hide. We don't have to hide our, mo- that's, that's the beauty of, 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 of that prayer time with God is that we don't have to come with these fancy words. You can just literally one day. And for me, a lot of times long, it's, 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 it's when I'm driving in my car, because if you need to scream, if you need to scream, like cry, scream, you can do it and nobody's going to hear you. Right. Absolutely. But, um, God doesn't turn us away. And, and if you're going through something out there, I would, I would encourage you to, um, to have more conversations with God. He is more, he is more open and willing than sometimes we realize um, that he wants to heal us. Luami, can you tell me some of the dangers of people that are too quick to try to suppress that, what it looks like and what will happen if they don't allow that grieving and yeah. either be jump into another relationship real quick to try to fix and, uh, help fill whatever void or whatever, you know, maybe you can give us some yeah. tips on that. I think that the best illustration that I can come up with is when your mom tells you, take the beach ball, please get the beach ball out of the pool. You know, the beach ball is floating and you've been playing with it, but, but your mom, you're a kid and your mom goes, get the beach ball out of the pool. Well, there are two ways to, to get that beach ball where your mom won't see it again. And number one is doing what she says and throwing it out of the pool. There's another way. If you forget and you're a kid like I was who was always um, trying to challenge the lines and see how far you can, you know, how far you can go and, uh, you know, what you can get away with. Um, so you, you'll play as long as, you know, she's in the house and she hasn't come back out to see what you're doing. You can play, but then as soon as she comes out, you didn't have time to get it out of the pool because she came out and she's almost about to catch you. And so there's another way that you can hide it from her. And that is, you can try to sit on this beach ball, sit on the beach ball and keep it underwater. That's what suppression is. Suppression is keeping the beach ball under water. But guess what's going to happen? It's going to have to come Exactly. Out. It's going to burst. Some, somewhere or another, it's going to burst. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with um, suppressing our emotions. When you suppress your emotions um, and you don't let it out in a healthy manner by crying to God and to people that you confide in, et cetera. And by letting it out and talking, um, what's going to happen is it's going to manifest itself in unhealthy ways in unhealthy ways. Um, and when it does, when it manifests itself in unhealthy ways, that's when you're going to realize, you know what, 
I should have just went through the process of crying before the Lord and letting it out that way because it manifests in other ways um, that are not healthy, such as uh, drinking and depression and, um, you know, body mutilation um, and doing some horrible things. I mean, to make yourself feel better. Um, to try to numb. Absolutely. You try to make wow. yourself feel better in so many different ways. And um, so they're, they're, the importance of it is that it helps you get rid of the pressure in a healthy manner. And that's the importance of release and releasing. Amen. Yep. And that's the importance of allowing ourselves to grieve. Grieving is okay. It's not a sign of weakness. It's not. It's a sign of humanness. It's not that you're just not trusting God. It's it's a part of it. I mean, if we think of all the times, and even in the Bible, um, where people lost somebody, there the Bible says there's a time and a place for everything. A time and a place, and I believe that's an Ecclesiastes, sure. but a time to laugh, to cry, to mourning is okay and grieving is it's just all, all part of the process and and if you're out there and, and you're thinking well I'm stronger than that or my mom didn't raise any no sissy or you know uh, I just want you to know that it's okay whatever you're going through God is with mm. you whatever you are facing God is with you and allowing yourself to grieve I think you're gonna see if you stick to that you know, if you if you're if you're hearing Brother Luami today, and like I said, you guys, a couple of years ago, I, for me, it was more like, and it's interesting because you're male, you're 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 a man, Brother Luami, and so yes, I had an example in my mother. Uh, you know, some of you guys out there know uh, my parents divorced when I was young, and so for me, my mother was that <laughs> perfect example of being faithful to God regardless. And so you keep moving forward and you don't, I mean, people can fall to your left and your right, but you keep moving forward and you keep being faithful to God because he's never stopped his faithfulness and he never will. And so I have that example in my mom and, and I, I love her. And I love both my parents uh, very much, but I had that example. But when I, when I came up across you for me, it was sort of like, I, I didn't have, or I thought to myself, what does it look like to to deal with devastation? What does it look like to hit rock bottom or to be at a place where you're just like, oh my God, you know, and know that you can make it and know that you can raise your children in the ways of God and as best as you can, sure. right? Because uh, it's, it's challenging. And uh, especially because, our, you know, children go through so many different seasons, and seasons, changes, and they're, they're all so different. Not one is like the other. But so when, when, when I... What I've found, Brother Luami, is that you, and I think I've shared this with you, is you sort of have this blueprint. So if you're out there and you're listening, you might have people in your community. You might not. There are people, and that's the beauty of technology, is you can find people and see what they're doing, see how they're being successful. Are they perfect? Right. No. Are they blameless? Perhaps not. Nobody is. But find people that are going to inspire you, that you can say, okay, I see they're praying. Okay, that's probably how they get uh, become consecrated. Oh, okay, they're, they're, they're doing this, they're doing that. So I encourage you guys out there, um, find people. Uh, and you don't necessarily have to be... Uh, mentored by them for example Luami you are a busy mm -hmm. person uh, you have a big following of people that support your ministry and 
if you had to make time to mentor each person, you just, you, you can't, I know that you can't, but when you live out loud, and what I mean by that is it's a term we use over here in California, it's like living out loud, you're like, you're, you're kind of sharing your life, and, but when you do that, you don't realize, and I'm sure you do, but there are so many people who you're impacting their life just by you being you and serving God, and so for that, I just want to take the time to thank you um, for being an example to a lot of us parents out there who might be starting this journey of healing. Maybe some people have said, you know, I subscribe to Brother Luami's blueprint for life as a single parent, and it's worked for me. So you got you all out there might have different people who whose life you can look at. Um, anyways, I just want to thank you, Brother Luami. We're going to end this segment if you would like to um end with a prayer brother Lawami, and we're going to go ahead and um end for today and we'll come back with the q a section and um hope you guys can be blessed by it absolutely let's let's have a word of prayer father we know that you hate divorce and as people who want to please you we must hate what you hate and love what you love and um but even then, there are times when we have no other recourse um, for the, um, you know, these are concessions that were made because of the hardness of hearts. We understand that. We understand that we must do everything in our power not to go through this painful experience. But for people that have or for people who have uh, even either been a victim or have been the, um, the, um, the aggressor, um, but these things have happened. We're here now. Um, some of us are broken. We need you. We need your presence. We need your forgiveness. We need your guidance through all of this. We need your healing balm. Um, so help us navigate through these difficult situations and hard times. Help us find forgiveness and healing in you and to find the right counsel and um, bring us to a place of restoration and healing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you all for joining us and stay tuned for some upcoming podcasts on different topics. Thank you guys so much and thank you, Lawami. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Well, that wraps up this two-part series on divorce. And my special guest, Luami Diaz, what a beautiful prayer toward the end. I received that in Jesus' name. You know, um, we really hope, I really hope that you are encouraged with every episode that, you know, you can expect in the future. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this next Q&A session with Luami. Uh, you know, it gets pretty raw. He's pretty transparent. And i um, hoping you find some comfort and encouragement some tears might come out and even just a little laughter but it's life right before we leave i would like to say i'm going to be leaving lawami's cash app information why is that well he asked me not to or he said sill you don't you really don't need to do that but you know what i believe in the law of the harvest i believe that it is better to give than to receive and he has been so gracious in extending his time with us for these three sessions and giving insight. And he speaks from experience, you know. Anyhow, I'm going to leave that information. If you feel in your heart and you want to be a blessing to this man of God and 
single father of two boys, I believe that the Lord will abundantly repay you for sowing any seed into his life, his ministry, and his children. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. See you next time.